You're listening to One Funny Morning. Watch us live Monday through Friday at 7.45 a.m. Eastern Standard Time, only on Facebook. Good morning. Hold on, I don't know how to turn things off. Good morning, everybody. It's, uh, I'm in a dirty parking lot. Um, it's a bit of a morning because I'm somewhere in Boston and it's like not easy to get anywhere. So I'm just sitting in the parking lot outside the hotel. Um, I don't think there's like a drivable Starbucks to go to. I don't know. So I went to um, the breakfast bar at the hotel and then I tried to sit down and then all the music was blaring. So now I have breakfast food from the hotel, super weird, while sitting in a van in a creepy parking lot. This sounds right. Mm-hmm. And I'm starving. Whatever. Sitting behind some dirty trucks. This is about right. Good morning. I'm totally late today. Um... There's a game called, where can we do our morning show from? That happens on the road. Uh-huh. So that was this morning. Mm-hmm. Hey, Jennifer. Jennifer Always. What a good name. So you're Mrs. Always? Oh. That's a good name. Stephanie Best. Mrs. Best. Blizzard's a good name. I don't even know what I'm saying. Mm-hmm. Dirty parking lot edition. We must walk everywhere. I know. I was just trying to find like a coffee house. Um, Minnesota's excited to welcome you. I checked the weather before I left. And I didn't feel it necessary to bring my winter coat. I have like 17 layers of clothes that I brought, but I didn't bring a winter coat. And we're just going to do it. Mm-hmm. Boston, this is a dunks town. You mean Duncan? Because they were everywhere. But like one Starbucks in all of the area that we're staying, like we're in. You took the day off to watch me live. Why don't you get, go to work, go to work. What? Do it. Do not, do not do it. Laura Keller, what happened? Laura Keller, what is, are you drunk? What's happening, Laura Keller? What, what, that? What is happening? What is happening? May Lene, good morning. Thank you, Laura Keller. It's quite a good morning, stars. I don't know what's happening. Laura, you know I'm in a dirty parking lot, right? It's not a real show. Mm-hmm. Good morning, May Lene. Mm-hmm. So, um, we got in yesterday to Boston Airport, which, by the way, I've never come through, and by the way, no one should. Mm hmm. Dirty parking lots, dirty water. Mm hmm. I'm not in New Hampshire. I'm in Boston. Yeah. Halloween candy for breakfast. That sounds awesome. Oh, those were good days. Good days. I'd love to visit Boston. It's on my bucket list. It's quite beautiful. Mm-hmm. Dunks or Roma Joes. I didn't see any Roma Joes. Um, so excited to see you tonight. Beth, it's going to be exciting. Um, so no, we're staying in Boston uh, for the next two nights. So we drive to New Hampshire. <laughs> Is it really crunchy? The cantaloupe? You can hear me chewing. I mean, why wouldn't you? But the fact that you're saying it's so crunchy. <laughs> um, I'm gonna put some heat on. Definitely needed some heat. 
this on high. All right, uppy, 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 Karen. Um, so uh, anyway, so we got in yesterday. Brenton and Tiffany could not find me at the airport. They could, they could, they knew where I was. Aren't y'all in a lot of dirty, dirty parking lots? Uh, I'm not gonna lie. Um, but they couldn't get to me, so I just, just hung out at the airport. Uh huh. Mm. Mm. Now I feel like it's so loud. Um. Yeah, it's not far from here. Um. I was going to tell you. So yesterday we, we got in, took forever to get away from the parking lot. Uh, Faneuil Hall. I can find that. And, um, I had, um, you didn't love Logan? Is that what I flew into? Is that the name of it? Not good. Uh, I picked a restaurant. It was called Tavern in the Square had a lot of gluten-free things, a lot. And I was so excited. We're trying to get there. City's packed. So we're like, something must be going on. They had something called the TD Garden, which I guess is like Madison Square Garden. And then on the way, Brenton was like, did you get a reservation at this place? And I, no, we don't ever eat anywhere that requires reservation. Like Chipotle, you could just walk in. Okay. You could walk into a Barcelona market. Yeah, Gene, it's probably disgusting. I'm probably gonna be sick in a little bit. Uh-huh. So, I was like, no, I didn't make reservations. So he's like, you better call. They don't pick up the phone. Uh-huh. Either way, they were like, go on open table. Nothing. Mm-hmm. The crunching is wicked loud. Is that what we say in Boston? It's it's wicked everything. Wicked loud. Wicked, wicked crunchy. Anyway. Now we have nowhere to eat. Now we're all starving. Um. They were like, find something right now. Okay. So I found some place called Masamino's. Um. And, uh, cause everybody wanted Italian. All you see is water. I didn't even see that. And no bacon on this plate. I was going to get eggs and I go to get some eggs and it's wrapped in fajitas. And I was like, can you just, so all I had was crunchy fruit. Anyway, so we go in Mo Massimino's and, uh, it was quite lovely. I mean, my meal wasn't, but everybody else's meal looked really good. Anytime we go for Italian, um, interesting fact about Boston, it has no Boston market. What? What are you talking about? Of course there's a Boston market here. What? The headquarters is here. Has to be. It's called Boston market. What are you talking about? Look at my face. That's like saying the Philly cheesesteak isn't from Philly. What are you saying? I do the, use the gluten-free near me app. Anyway, someone on here is talking crazy, saying the Boston markets are not located in Boston, which is crazy. Uh, so I always end up getting chicken parm, but it's not. Truth, Google it. Viola, you guys are talking nuts. You're not even making sense. Boston market is garbage, sorry. What is, what is all of the angry Boston market talk? I'm gonna tell you something. As a gluten-free person, okay, I love me a Boston market and get a bowl with the mashed potatoes and the corn, and chicken, or turkey, 
I don't like how you guys are talking about it. Most have closed. <laughs> I will buy one just to keep it open in Boston. Mm -hmm. All of our Boston markets closed. You guys, this is crazy. Look, I got all kind of hair in my mouth. Ah, you're making me twisted. I thought Boston markets went out of business. Am I the only one going to Boston market? It is breaded. So let's talk about it. You're right. I can't eat. I can't eat chicken parm. I can't eat really chicken anything unless it's just chicken. So what they do is they we go, we can do chicken parm gluten-free. And then you go, you can? Mm-hmm. We can do that for you. And I go, okay. And I get real excited, Bob. And then they just come out and then they just put a piece of grilled chicken. There's no breading. And they just put mozzarella cheese on it. And then they call that chicken parm. My, I call that chicken with cheese on it. Come on now. You're not fooling anybody. But everybody else's meal looked really good. And then they had this giant meatball that they just served. It's just a giant meatball in a bowl. Yeah. It's really good. No bread. And Tiffany kept saying, I don't know if I like the bread as she shoved more bread into her face. I said, I feel like you might like the bread. And she said, I don't though. That's the second basket of bread that you've been eating. Mm -hmm. I don't think I've been to a Boston market since the 90s. Stop it. Stop it. Boston market holds a really important place in life. I only see Boston Market in the freezer section. I don't even know what you're saying. I don't know what. I love Boston Market Cranberry says the closest to homemade you can get. Mm-hmm. We have Boston Market in Ormont. Thank you for all the positive Boston Market talk we're happening right now. We still have three Boston Markets in Atlanta, said Chikendra. Mm-hmm. Um... The food in Chelmsford BM is terrible. I don't think I've been to a Boston market. Well, I'll turn, you better go today. Based on how everybody's talking, they're gonna be out of business by Friday. And by Friday, I mean tomorrow. Never been to a Boston market. That's why it's closing, Karina. I know, gluten-free breadcrumbs. Oh, I miss it. I was just saying yesterday, so I was saying, we're at this restaurant. There's not a lot of options because everything has at least, uh, this one's got a little pastinas in it. This, da, 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 da. Everything just has gluten. But on the menu, they had Italian wedding soup. And I was like, oh. and I used to make it gluten-free. And I was like, I'm going to make some. And then everybody just looked at me. I go, you guys know what Italian wedding soup is. And they're all like, mm-hmm. And then I said, all right. And then Tiffany said, it's like Chef Boyardee. And I was like, stop it. Stop it. She's like, it's got the little macaronis in it. I go, don't. And then she said, it's got, it's got, I don't know what she said, but I was like, she said, it's got like cheese balls and I, or something. She said a vegetable, like eggplant. I was like, no, it's escarole. Stop it. It's so good, but those little meatballs have gluten. So first you have to make gluten-free meatballs. Then you gotta get the escarols. You gotta get the lot of pastinas, but you gotta find gluten-free pastina. Oh, so good. So worth it. I can totally make it when I get home. Yeah. Mm-hmm. No Boston markets in Minnesota, all closed. Kenny Rogers and Boston are long gone for 20 years now. Oh yeah, Kenny Rogers. Wasn't there a Roy Rogers? Like, I don't know what you have to do to get like a a fast food chain named after you. I remember we had Roy Rogers cards. I'm going back. A lot of you people who are not 50. I'd be like, who's Roy Rogers? Wicked delicious. Um, it, Roy Rogers was not wickedly delicious. Um, yeah. 
but Roy Rogers. I just remember we had we had like cards. What's an escarole? Oh, Christy. Escarole. It's like spinach. I don't know what kind of soup that is either. What are you guys talking about? Stop. Now we're going to make chicken escarole. Esca what? Okay. All right. Escarole. What? What are you saying? Escarole. I'm going to just keep saying it. Escarole. <laughs> Escarole is like a big, weird, giant, leafy, like a leaf, like a, like lettuce, but spinach, but not spinach. You're welcome. That's escarole. <laughs> so when you go to your store and you be like, I need escarole, which is like a big leafy lettuce that's like spinach, but not either of those. And it's called escarole. Hard to find. I'm not going to lie. It's, you do have to, and you can't, you probably could replace spinach, but no, don't do that. You need to find escarole. So when you go to, we're going to make it. Okay. Uh-huh. Escarole. Escarole. Okay. All right. I don't know what's happening right now that everybody's like, Esca what? What? I have been 50 for about five minutes. Thank you for saying that. But I am. Terry says, I love Italian wedding soup. Thank it's like seaweed. <laughs> it's not though. It's so good. But you only ever see it in Italian wedding soup. It's like kale, but not because it's more like spinach, but it's not. And it's kind of like lettuce, but don't put that in. Mm-hmm. You guys, it's so good. And it's got the meatballs in it. These are called seaweed soup and my mom made it. Stop it. You know, on the bed, except, yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And it's got the little meatballs. Is it like pasta fazul? No. And thank you for spelling it right, because it looks like fagioli. A lot of people say fagioli, and that's not it. It's vazul, pasta vazul. She said escarole. Yeah, that's how Di would say it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Eileen knows. There's a Roy Rogers still in Mar in Maryland? There's a Roy Rogers drink? Man, Roy Rogers. I'm going to be honest. Oh, the Buckaroo Club. Exactly. Exactly. And I'm going to be honest. I think he was an actor, and I don't even know if he was a good actor. Roy Rogers, I'm talking about. No, spinach is not an Italian wedding soup. It's escarole. Close to a collard green. Yes, looks real weird in the supermarket. Yeah. But when you put it in the soup, ooh, Eva, Diane, best soup ever. I was gonna say, in terms of soups, this is like up there. And then I was talking to somebody about um, a gabagool. Exactly. You don't say capicola. You say gabagool. Pasta vazul has an F in it. Like fagioli. Never tasted it? Ugh, we're making it time. I'm going to tell Di. We're going to need another week. Out a week. It's so very yummy trash. You guys are going to be like, this is my favorite soup. Mm-hmm. There's a Roy Rogers still in New Jersey. Where? That's crazy. I don't even know. No. Yeah, no. So good. So yummy. Oh, yeah, yeah. Some people will put it with like a tortellini soup. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Oh, so then I was telling somebody about the little meatballs that are in the Italian wedding soup. They're like, oh, I think that they make that at Ikea. And I was like, stop it. That is, that's Swedish meatballs. They're like, no, 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 no. They have this other soup. I go, regat, Kim, regat. 
there is not Italian wedding soup at Ikea. Okay, I don't know this, but I know this. Okay, right? Ikea is a Swedish store that we all know is super weird because it sells meatballs at the end of it or in the middle, depending on if you're lost. There is not Italian weddings. Just because it's got a meatball in it doesn't mean that it's all at Ikea. Swedish, Italian. Mm-hmm. Broccoli Rob and Cavalli soup. Mm. Guys, we need to make the soups. Mm-hmm. We have soups down here. Oh, we're going to make it. But I'm going to mozzarella. There you go. And you spelled it right. Um, but you do have to, um, managat, mm -hmm. not manicotti, managat. Nice guy. Darty's already got that on her list. Um, you try to get dye to make Italian wedding soup. No, I, last year I tried to get dye to make Italian, Italian cream. Hold on. Not Italian cream pie. Italian, the cake with the layers. And it takes, it takes days. It, t it would take a week. Is it Italian wedding cake? No. Italian with the rum and the nuts. What am I talking about? Oh, not Italian wedding cake. Italian cream pie? No, it's different. Because it's not a pie, it's a cake. Italian cream cake. Italian cream cake. Listen to me. She's made it before, years ago. But she had an old lady with her. So it was two Italian ladies in the kitchen can make an Italian cream cake. But one Italian lady and one loud, drunk Italian girl in New Jersey do not make Italian cream cake. So she's, she's like, she wants help and I can't help her. Italian rum cake, Italian cream cake, rum cake. Either way, multiple layers. And I'm going to ask her again on the air because she gets real mad every time I ask her. I'm like, hey, do you think you make Italian cream cake? And then she was like, how am I going to make that? You know how many did I better? And then she starts naming all the ingredients. Uh, one day I got to make the chocolate pudding. And then she just, I go, you know, with all the complaining you just did, if you had started making it, it would be almost done. And I would just turn her words back on her. Cameron, that's it, Italian cream cake. We did make tiramisu the one time. That's when my, and then I doubled over in pain. That's when we were doing like a lot with creams and I didn't have a gallbladder. And then I had to get my gallbladder out. Right after that, shortly after we did tiramisu. And then I doubled over in pain. It was so good. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's so good. But I'm gonna let you know when we make Italian wedding soup, because you are going to have to hunt down escarole. Mm-hmm. Because it'll take a minute to find it. And you're going to have to go to like a Wegmans. Like, I don't think they have escarole at Acme. Whatever cake you're talking about, it's delightful. It, it is. And there's, a, there's like a chocolate layer. Then there's like a strawberry a red layer, and then there's a white layer, and then there's nuts in it, and then there's rum, and it's got to soak into the cake. It was like a 12, it's a 12, it's a 12 step cake. And I think if Di was to start it, we should do 24 hour baking where she just stays up. We start at midnight <laughs> and we start at 7 a.m. and she just cooks all day through the night and then we have that cake the next morning she could do it if she wanted to if she was dedicated isn't there like one ingredient in italian wedding soup yeah yeah now we got sidetracked on italian cream cake listen i'm using the word italian a lot um but it's two different things and one takes about 24 hours to make and the other one involves escarole, which apparently no one knew was a vegetable before today. Okay? Yeah. Mm-hmm.
This show isn't a good show to watch when you're fasting. Yeah, let's stop talking about it. Whole Foods would have Esperol. Yeah. Yeah. Better than nothing, Dana. Yeah, listen, I was I was 29 minutes late for my own show. Mm-hmm. Remember, I did. I got sick after I had the tiramisu. And then I thought to myself, um, I'm sick. I don't really want to eat. But if I'm going to eat anything, let me have tiramisu. So that's what I did for like three days. Not putting two and two together that the only thing I was eating was tiramisu. And that could be making me continuously like sick. But I was like, guys, I'm so sick. I'm not eating anything. But if I do eat, I eat tiramisu. You know when you do that? <laughs> you're just like, you're so sick. And you should be eating crackers and ginger ale, but it's just still not appealing. So you're like, I'm not gonna do that. Let me just have some ice cream and go back to bed. And there's rum in it, Shikendra. Mm-hmm. But it's gotta soak into one of the layers. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, we're gonna ask her. I think we cook on Monday. It's coming Monday. Mm-hmm. We don't do a Thanksgiving concert. We normally do a Christmas concert. But I don't know how that's gonna go because none of the kids are home to practice. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Regat cake, yeah, she does do that. It doesn't have a lot of taste to it. It's nice, but she used to, she used to do cheese pie. I'm so hungry. <laughs> uh -huh, well, we want what we want. I, I'm not fasting, Karen. No, I'm starving. I'm sitting in a dirty parking lot with very crunchy cantaloupe. Mm-hmm. It was just taking up space, my gallbladder. All I want is cake now. Mm -hmm. On Monday, oh, pecan balls. That's a good one. You should get ready, get your pecans. Get your pecans. They're amazing cookies. Uh, some sometimes people call them Russian tea cakes. Russian, there's another name for them. We call them pecan balls. Other Italians probably would call them pecan balls or like pecan sandies. We call them pecans. Uh, my grandma, she was real old in Italian. And she'd be like, you want some pecans? You want some pecan balls? I said, what? Pecan balls. I don't know what you're saying. I don't think old people should say it to their granddaughter. Pecans! Pecan what? Balls? We did that for hours. Um, but they're pecan balls. Does anybody know what I'm talking about? The, there's another name, Russian cookie. I don't know, but normally we make them and then we eat most of them as we put them into a container for what we believe will make it until Thanksgiving, but it never does. Because they're so good. So you want to join us. Mexican wedding cakes or pecan balls. I call them Mexican wedding cakes. I thought it was Russian. We call them snowball cookies, Tanya said. Uh -huh. If you're in Newton, I'm going to freak out. I wish I could tell you where I was. I don't know. So don't freak out. I could be. But I don't really know. If you see a dirty parking lot, I'm probably there. But there's so many. Does dye make anything sugar-free? Dye tries to make everything sugar-free. Did you see the clip on Tipsy Tuesday? That was what she was doing when she made those brownies. And she was like, Dean, I made these brownies, try them. And then she stared at me. I was like, why are you staring at me? She was because I made them a little different. And I said, different how? No sugar. <clears throat> Don't you remember that? And everything she made, real disgusting. And I was like, why are you making me eat all this? Why can't you just put sugar in it? I'm, I'm off the sugar. And then she told me, what's she? Black beans. She's like, you like them? And I was like, nope. No, I don't. Nobody does. She, no, they're good. That's when she... <laughs> the hair of a dog. The skin of a lizard. Like, she just... I was like, you're... 
because she wouldn't tell me what was in it until the very end. I said, I don't like when people go, eat this. <laughs> tell me if you like it. I go, because I immediately think there's something creepy in them. Italian wedding cakes. Yeah. Or pecan balls. Russian tea cakes or snowballs. Yeah, I knew they were Russian. There's a lot of dirty parking lots in Boston. That's what I mean. I could be anywhere and everywhere. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Italian wish cookies. How do you make brown? How do you make chocolate bars? Exactly. She just put black beans in them and just kept trying to feed them to me. Yeah, Kathy. It was disgusting. But she'll walk around. She'll put it on a, on a pretty plate with a doily. Uh-huh. And then she puts like a little, she like dresses it up to make it look like it's going to be good. Mm -mm. Rebecca, we'll see you tonight. Mm -hmm. I'm driving to a bakery now. Thank you, Dina. Viola, can you pick me something up then? If you, I mean, if you're going. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Good times. There's Brooke Blizzard. Falling right in the middle of the show, just like we always want her to. Mm -hmm. I make some Hungarian cookie with filling. You look like a hologram in the light, do I? I keep trying to dodge the sun. That's what's happening right now. Um, rum balls. Now, rum balls are different than pecan balls because they used to make rum balls as well. Kids don't like them. I don't even know if I'd like them now. I would. If they were made with bourbon, if there were bourbon balls. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. St. Joseph Zeppelis. Oh, now you're talking my language. Oh, don't say Zeppelis. They're all fried though. If I could find somebody to make me, that's the grossest thing I've ever heard. Black beans and fries. It's disgusting. And it's hard. Because you don't want to hurt her feelings when you make the throw-up sound after you eat the brownie. Bleh, like that. You can't. You have to go, you know, I don't know that I like it. Like that. Did she put the black? Yes, Karen. The black. The brownies. The core of the brownie was black beans. Yeah. Mm-hmm. The Phillies are playing tonight. The Astros won last night. Are there bourbon balls? Everybody there, it was 12, not so much. I feel like we made a bourbon truffle. That was right before my gallbladder. I don't think I can eat them. It's just all cream. But those were good. So good. Mm-hmm. Now I'm so hungry. Mm-hmm. Thank you, Shakendra. Um, anywho, we should probably stop talking about food. What the what? I wonder if you can set your phone to do not disturb during shows. I don't know how to set my phone to do not disturb. Tiffany did it once, and I was like, what are you doing? Bourbon balls are great. Mm-hmm. Dressing it up means you put it on a doily. I don't know if any other grandmoms use doilies, but Italian grandmoms, I think you get them in the mail. Like you get a stash of them in the mail, just sent to your house with like a, an, an aggressive letter that says, you will use these doilies under everything or else. And then that's it. They'll put them like on the on the top of the toilet, like with like a like a new toilet roll, and then they'll like put them under your food, put them on like the chairs if nobody's sitting there. There'll be a doily everywhere. It's part of our culture. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah. That's a whole thing. I make black bean burgers, said Marsha. Yeah, I feel like anything that would be considered savory, I would do it. Dana Vecchioni, 
We still use doilies. How are you going to be called Vecchioni and not use a doily? Of course you have doilies, Vecchioni. What's your name? Of course you have. You're probably making them. Your mom's probably making them in the garage. Back there. Or like a sewing machine needle. Yeah. Listen. You don't have to just be old. You can just be Italian. Any age. And you'll have a doily. Because your mom came over and put them up. Mm-hmm. She put them everywhere. Mm-hmm. Listen. Doilies are just... They're, I have some doilies at my house. I don't know how they got there. Polish and Hungarian grandmoms do too. Must be a European thing. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I don't think the Irish use doilies. Because they don't really cook a lot. It's not worth, like, dressing up. Mm -hmm. I don't know this from experience. I just know, like, a lot of comics um, who are, are Irish. And they talk about their parents, their, you know, family's cooking. It's not good. So I don't know that they would put a doily underneath it. Just saying. Vecchioni. Uh-huh. There's probably a company called Vecchioni Doilies. Like, the, your family probably started it. This is years ago. It was 1912 and the Vecchioni family first came to America and they made doilies. That's probably everybody's story. Mm -hmm. I thought I was Italian growing up because my grandma used them everywhere. Exactly. Lynn, looking forward to seeing you. I like Christmas doilies. Of course you do. Doilies equal love. Okay? If somebody gives you something, food, a gift, anything, and there's a doily underneath it, they love you. It's an extra level. It's like a love sandwich. <laughs> My wife freaks out because I keep buying doilies. <laughs> doilies equal love. Somebody that hates you would never put something on a doily. Like, that bitch ain't getting my doilies. No. Yeah, I use paper doilies all the Delina, doilies equal love. Okay? Mm-hmm. I'm just letting you know. People are like, I gotta order some doilies. I gotta do it. Mm-hmm. Let you know. For Christmas, you can buy doilies with poinsettias on it. Oh, yes, you can. You're not wrong. Whereas my mom, so many. She loved crocheting doilies. Really? The Irish did too. Somebody, I have doilies on my coffee table and my end table. I even have holiday ones. Of course you do. Mm hmm. Mm hmm. I bought paper doilies for my daughter's baby shower. Of course you did. Because you love her. My mom couldn't put picture frames on a table without a doilies. My grandma is British. Doilies all over the place. <laughs> I, I came... When I came home this last trip and I came into the bedroom where Diana's staying, there's doilies all over the bedroom. My name is... Piccioni, and we have them everywhere. Of course it is. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Pulling a doily apart from the doilies below it is another level of love. Yeah. Because I'm going to be honest. Like, I would put doilies on things, and my mom's like, why you got 15 doilies on this? I go, what are you talking about? It's one doily. She goes, you got to pull them apart. That's a special kind of patience. Mm-hmm. Because yeah. it takes forever. So I just, everybody gets 15 doilies. My mom crocheted them all the time, said Kathy Cavallino. Of course, Kathy Cavallino. Mom would be making authentic doilies. Yes, yeah, like, listen, there are people who buy the paper and complain about doing this, right? Uh, but there are people who crochet doilies. It's a tiny little crochet hook. It's super tiny. It'll take a year to make a doily. But there are old people that make them. Doilies to make them beige. She dyed doilies to make them beige because they just want an old people look. 
I see doilies at the church. Listen, everybody gonna need a yeah, paper doilies under what? Bake, did you say bake products? Yeah, oh yeah, anytime. That's what Di does. She does mostly like the paper doilies. Mm -hmm. Antique shops. I thought I was the only human that still loved doilies. Nope. Nope. Doilies equal love. Mm -hmm. I worked at a bakery and they had to put doilies under everything. I wanted to put my mother in the hall. I told my I needed doilies to put under the food dishes so I can make it look fancy. Of course you did, Jessica, because you love people. Some people are like, Mm-hmm. It's a different level of love, a crocheted doily. And there, I'm telling you straight up, nobody over 60, nobody under 60 has ever crocheted a doily. Nobody. Mandatory. They won't even give you the hook to make a doily until you're 60. And I don't know how they see, because they got those big magnifying glasses. I don't know. Mm-hmm. My daughter taught herself to crochet during the lockdown. My, pa my parents are Pennsylvania Dutch and we have doilies everywhere. I know. Can't explain it. And I don't know why, but I feel like there's a direct correlation between doilies and dickies. I'm, I'm, I'm really going old school right now. If there's somebody that you know that makes doilies, they probably also have a dicky. Now you guys are like, what the is it? Dicky. I'm not even using a dirty word. That's just a word that existed for people in 50 plus. Like my kids didn't know what a dicky was. I was like a dicky. They're like, what are you saying? I'm like, mom, tell these kids what a dicky is. She's like, oh, a dicky. That's a, it was a collar. Okay. And in the collar, uh, they, uh, it was when you didn't want to wear a shirt underneath your shirt, but you did. And the kid was like, what are you talking about? Like, it, it was a collar and then it had like a little box. What the heck is a dicky? I'm going to tell you. It was a, there was a box, a cloth underneath. Uh-huh. And you would, you would put the collar over your head and then you get this little, every time my mom said, you get this little piece of would wear a dicky in the winter drives me nuts. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Great. She made a frame hanging. Yeah, and you would push it down, and then there'd be flapping back, and uh, and now you got a shirt on underneath. Uh huh. My mom made me wear a dicky when I was in junior high. My crochets all the time. Really? She never made a doily. Yeah. Now you know that's gonna go sideways. I know. Mhm. Mm mhm. Mm that goes in your shirt. Mooney, listen to me. Let me show you. When I was curling, keep my neck. Okay, let me show you. Let me show you what a dicky is. All right, so for instance, uh-huh. Crocheted collars is called a dicky. Okay, so let me show you. All right, if I wanted, let me, let me do it. Let me do it right. It's a turtleneck. Yeah, Karen, but not really. Okay, uh-huh. Yeah, yeah, okay. All right, so let's pretend a little cold here in Massachusetts. Mm -hmm. um, and I wanted to put a collared shirt on, but I don't want to go through the trouble of taking this shirt off mm -hmm. uh, and put another one, or I didn't want the two layers. They're very educational. So you'd put this collared thing over your neck. They still sell them on the Amazon. Put it around your neck. Is it kind of what nuns wear? No, because it's not, it's not white. I mean, it looks like, a, it looks like a turtleneck. So anyway, but you put it on and then there'd just be like a flap. Here, there'd be a flap of cloth like this, this size attached to it. So you put the collared shirt on and then you go like this. <laughs> so, oh, look at this. And then, but this would, this would have, this would be the collar because it does. <laughs> it's without, it's a turtleneck without a sleeve or a body. It just, 
and but if there'd be a flap here and then there'd be a flap behind you I never knew their name but I had a few and of course they called them Dickies why and why not just go all the way there and just call them penises like, why are you gonna call it a dicky? what was the point mm-hmm My daughter has one and she loves it. She's 14. Listen. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Howard on the Big Bang wears them. Yeah. It's real weird. It does. It, you can take it on and off. Yeah. It's basically a shirt, but they cut out the important parts. Like the body and the arms. Who came up with it? I don't know. But they were like, let's call it a penis. They were like, you can't call it a penis. Call it a dicky. Is that better? <laughs> Way better. Who can wear a penis around their neck? Mm -hmm. Just call it something classy. Call it a dicky. <laughs> I don't know. No. Mm-hmm. I don't know. We're making the turn and, the, and this is where it turns. Just saying. I didn't name it that. I thought my mom had them because she couldn't afford the full shirt. <laughs> no. It was a look. It was a look. Now, here's what I'm going to say about it. I can guarantee you. This was very big during a certain time. So, like... When I was super young, like a bib, exactly. When I was super young. So you're talking about in my mom's heyday. I just don't understand how during this time you could be on the prowl for a man but be wearing a dickie, okay? Because I'm not sure. Kelly, you're not wrong. Every girl needs a good dickie. What I'm saying is, how are you going to... How are you going to be on a date? And you be like, oh, things are getting crazy up in here. Let me, well, let's get naked. And you take it off and you're just left standing there with a collar. <laughs> with a collar. With just this. Uh-huh. Oh, who wants some of this? Like, what is that? A, a dicky. What? That's the zone under your shirt? Yeah. You want me to leave it on? No. No, I don't. I'd like you to put your other shirt back on. No, 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 no. No, because I going to get naked. <laughs> I had, didn't know you were wearing a dicky. And now I would like you to put your other shirt back on. <laughs> Listen, I challenge you. I challenge you. Single ladies. All the single ladies. All the single. Wear a dicky on a date. Okay? Laurie, she, your mom dressed you. Yeah. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Take off your dickie, baby. Yeah. No guy wants to say that. On a sexy date. <laughs> no. No guy is going to be like, oh. Take your shirt off. Be like, oh, you got a dickie. Yeah. I got six of them. All different colors. <laughs> Do you want me to take off my dickie? No, I would like you to leave. I didn't know that you were somebody that wore a dicky. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I'm just saying. I just looked it up. They began with a tuxedo shirt as a dicky. Mm-hmm. I don't know. <laughs> Put your shirt on. Date's over. What? Yeah, I didn't know you wore dickies. Yeah. Everybody wears dickies. No, they don't. Yeah, they do. Make fun of wearing a slip to when I wore it. What? Your husband what? My husband would make fun of me wearing a slip when I wore a dress. What? Slips are beautiful. What's a date, Meredith? Was like, I'm sorry, you're funny. What's a date? Because I don't know. Yeah, if you leave the thought that, why are you wearing that bib? What are you talking about? Yeah. Well, you had a bib on. No, that's my dicky. My mom gave me two dickies for Christmas. <laughs> Why? She was like, 
You know what my daughter needs? <laughs> Dickies. She couldn't think Starbucks card or like DSW gift card. She was like, you know what my daughter needs? You know, get a little sexiness going on in her life. I'm going to put down two Dickies. Not just one. I'm going to get her two. So she could wear them a couple days in a row. <laughs> oh, you guys. You guys. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. My fiancé wears dicky pants and shorts. But that's like the name of a company. Because I didn't know that. For a while. I was like, what's this dicky? Uh-huh. I don't know. It's really funny. <laughs> a date is a fruit. A man asks you out for dinner is a date. Listen, I think a date is anything now. Mm-hmm. I think anything is a date. Just be like, let's go meet at the park. That's a date. Yeah. We went from soups to dickies. Yeah, you don't know. You don't know. How this is gonna, how quickly this show could turn. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Dickies for everybody. Gosh. Do not send me a dicky. What's a dicky, Tiffany? Tiffany. Tiffany. Very briefly, it's a collared shirt. Like this. You gotta Google it. You gotta Google it. It's funny. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Guys, funny, funny. Dickies in every color. Mm-hmm. I was helping my mom clean out her drawers and found a whole drawer of Dickies, every shade of every color. Sherry? I don't know what it is. A Dickie date. And I feel like you would have to, like, tell people that. Like, you know, you're, like, talking to somebody. Like, oh, do you want to go out? Yes. But I do feel like before we go out, I should tell you something. Like, everybody has that moment. You're like, oh, my gosh, what is it? Sometimes late at night. <laughs> what? Sometimes. On special nights when it's cold. Okay. I, when I'm alone, will sometimes, what is it? Put on a dicky. Okay. If that's how you roll, I mean, I'm not into that, but if I just wanted to let you know up front, I'll be like, well, I'm not really into that kind of sex play. No, 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 not a, I'm no, not like that. I, I wear a dicky. He's like, no, I mean, some people wear the, no, 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 no. I mean up here. He's like, that's not where it's supposed to go. No, you're not. I am trying to tell you. <laughs> oh, no, I think I'm picking up what you're laying down. It's just a lot kinkier than I really am. No, 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 no. I wear it under my clothes. That is inappropriate. <laughs> no, 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 no. No, no. I coordinate it with the colors. How many colors it comes in? It comes in so many colors. Listen, I don't think we should go out. Like, no, no, you're not here. My mom gave it to me for Christmas. She gave me two of them. Your mom? Your mom bought you a dicky for Christmas? Yeah. Yeah, she's, she thought he needed them. How long have you been single? A long time. <laughs> I don't think we should go out. No, we should. I have a whole group of friends that all have dickies. You guys have a club? Yes. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> God. I'm never going to go on a date. <laughs> I'm going to do that. <laughs> before, we, <clears throat> before we go out, I do feel like I should tell you something. 
Oh, I crack myself up in a park in a parking lot. Do you like salami? <laughs> oh, you kill me. And by you, I mean Tina. <laughs> Cindy just came to me. Jesus, Bricks. He brought it down from the Boston sky. He was like, Dina, say this. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's how we roll. And again, I don't know how people say that they uh, don't learn things here. I learned a lot. Once again, I'm in physical therapy laughing hysterical and everyone is staring at me. <sighs> Maybe, ah, uh, Angela, I don't, I haven't been on a date in almost three years. I don't wear a dickie. Maybe I should start. <laughs> Angela, if you had a pre-call for your dates and you told them something I need to tell you. <sighs> a lot more dates. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you like salami. <laughs> it's so weird. Amy Love. Judy from Saskatoon. Judy, if you just got here, you should leave. You're a nice lady. And this show went sideways real quick. And it feels like you might have just gotten here. Amanda, this is your first day here? Well, Amanda, welcome. For those of you that are just joining us for the first time. <laughs> This would be a weird show to just walk into. That's for sure. And I'm in a dirty parking lot. I like Leanne. If somebody said, you guys should open for Leanne Morgan's new tour. I like her. She's funny. It is like Mr. Rogers' Neighborhood. Except dirty. And in a parking lot. But basically the same. Basically. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So. Mm-hmm. You made my whole day. I'm glad Tim wasn't around for this conversation. Tim would love this conversation. You got you got a water on your neck? Dickie. Yeah. I'm gonna tell my friends I learned what a dicky is. Yeah. I hope you do. Mm-hmm. That's good stuff. Mm-hmm, Amy. I got you, Amy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> First timers gonna be like, I don't know what the hell I was watching this morning. There's just a lady in a parking lot. First she seemed nice and she was talking about soup. <laughs> and then that went to Dickie's and then she went on a date and then nobody wanted to date her. Except for guys that really like salami. Mm -hmm. I did just get here. And nothing surprised me about what happens in this call. Judy, you gotta go back. This is a good one. Educational. I'm gonna put it up there. Mm-hmm. And that, go back to work. We all have to go to work. All right, everybody go to work. Make it like we learned something. Spread the word. Let people know what you learned this morning. Um, and have a great day. Um, I just watched your divorce video and wanted to cry. And then this pops up total opposite. Sharon, you're not wrong. Yep. Sometimes you have to cry and then sometimes you have to laugh and sometimes you do them right back to back and sometimes you do them at the same time and sometimes you wear a dickie and then just watch the show and you'll see what happens when that happens. Mm-hmm. But it's all good. So I hope today is a, 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 a laughing day for everybody. If you have to cry, do it. We're cry positive here. <laughs> we cry all the time in this channel. Uh, so do what you got to do and then laugh a little and it will get better. I promise. This is how I live my everyday. Um, so thanks for watching this morning. 
And um, tonight we're doing shows in New Hampshire. Uh, I'll be back in this parking lot tomorrow unless I can find a coffee shop, which I might try to do now. Um, and then tomorrow night's show is in Boston, which is where I am. Um, and then we head to Minnesota. So it uh, should be a great day. Um, Angela, I got you, girl. I got you. And, uh, and that's it. Have a great day and a blessed day. And thanks for watching. We'll see you tomorrow morning.